Hey everyone, Lock and Key here, picking the lock on understanding and building healthy relationships. We are here to give you tips and advice on how to navigate, strengthen, and grow these connections throughout the different stages of your life. Lock and Key here, back with another episode. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Uh, so today we're jumping into a hot topic, one that you know is really big in the millennial age and the social media age. Um, definitely always paired with your little zodiac signs, and I'm not really into all that. But so today we're going into love languages. So definitely a big one with the new younger generation. Everyone seems to know their love languages and zodiac signs, and they kind of. <laughs> puts up puts it on their dating apps and their <laughs> they profile. know that more than i don't know how to do a math equation yeah so let's jump right into it all right you know you got to start it off with what is your love language ah uh, yeah the million dollar question the one that everyone asks what everyone seems to know um so after taking a little quiz that kind of comes along with the love language thing um it revealed to me that my love language is quality time so i definitely feel like that's a Mm-hmm. pretty fitting for myself um, not really a big gift receiver or um, words of affirmation type of guy but uh, I think quality time and just being able to hang out with the people that I enjoy and you know spend those one-on-one times and give each other uh, our undivided attention is what kind of re- means the most to me so I definitely think that that was a good fit uh, quality time for me so how about yourself I know you love this one is uh, words of affirmation I feel like quality time was my second runner-up, so we probably should have started off this episode telling you um, where to find this quiz. So if you like Google love language quiz, you will come to the creator's site, and it asks about, what, probably 45 questions, yes or no. Maybe 20 to 30. Yeah. 45 is a bit much. (laughs) Well, a range of 20 to 40 questions about, like, different things that you do in a relationship or, like, what you desire. So, and then at the end of it, it gives you percentages for the categories so for me words of affirmation I feel like that one's the higher one because I just want to feel positive I always like to give out those so I feel like I want to receive those like positive remarks and like uplifts or boosts or just more of like a a check and like hey like you're doing a good job or making I don't know it kind of keeps me on track and then like you were saying quality time I'm pretty sure that was my second one um basically all the points that you're saying is like you want the undivided attention and the one-on-one and actually feel like you're talking to the person versus just like talking with or talking at. So. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. So how do you uh, think that our uh, love languages or just love languages in general, like how do you feel the compa- compatibility is? Like how do you think, you know, quality time and words of affirmation kind of go together? Do you think they clash? Do you think they complement each other well? Um, and just kind of with the other ones as well. Yeah, so I feel like we have a really good balance on like the quality time and the words of affirmation because I think when we were discussing when we were prepping for this was like, can they, can all of them be compatible? And so all five of them are words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. And I feel like they all can balance out pretty well. And I think for us, it works with my like wanting the positiveness because since you're you know a dude like you're a little bit more rigid so like it kind of like seeps into your life and you kind of give those words of affirmation out as well yeah i definitely think they kind of do complement each other in a sense um i think that's like a 
kind of like a yin and yang is that what it is yin yang yeah i think it's like a nice balance kind of like yeah yin yang yeah like it's a nice balance between the two um so kind of like what one lacks one can pick up like in the mm-hmm. in that sense um but i definitely think like not all love languages typically like would go together like i feel like a quality yeah. person that's big on quality time and with someone who's big in like gift giving or gift receiving what's receiving mm-hmm. gifts yeah, receiving, yeah like gifts. receiving gifts and like a quality time i feel like wouldn't go well together just because i mean somebody might say hey look i surprised you i showed up at your you know at your job today i just wanted to say hi and somebody's like well you came empty-handed or maybe it sounds a little shallow in that sense but yeah but no like you're definitely gifts, thinking that in that moment yeah no i agree like if that was your love language and when i would surprise you down at school even though you would figure out that i was coming like you would be expecting something like me driving to you is the surprise and that is the gift yeah me. yeah but like i'm saying like yeah if you for for instance your love language was was like gifts and mine was quality time and i tried to portray my love language to you and say hey look i'm showing up empty-handed and you're like well where's the physical gift like i feel like that wouldn't yeah. work well no you know i agree I mean? yeah and i feel like you I'm not saying you can't, but, like, I don't think it would be a good thing to have the same love language. Like, if I had words of affirmation and you did as well, it's like, all right, like, cool. We're just going to be talking to each other and just complimenting <laughs> each other all day. And it's just going to – I feel like you're just not really going to develop in that relationship. But I feel like – Because it's going to people... be, like, more surface and, like, kind of deep, intimate. Yeah. More conversations but like then that. Then again, there probably are two people that are both I mean, words of affirmation, both quality time. But I think – Hey, we're both Aquariuses. I don't know about all that. that. That's another topic, but yeah. um. But yeah, I think not having the same love language definitely can be, I, in my opinion, better. Just because like it can kind of help open those emotional doors that one may not, you know, realize within their own uh, Mm -hmm. love language. I agree. For me, for instance, like yeah, I'm not a big words of affirmation person, but kind of over time, you kind of start to develop those traits and those, you know emotional skills that Mm -hmm. that you can portray those better moving forward so you kind of learn from your like partner's love language yeah no i completely agree and kind of going off of that it's like do you know or should you know your partner's love language so like i remember i tossed this idea around maybe a couple years ago when i was still an undergrad but like obviously we didn't talk about love languages when we first started dating but like do you think there should be like an appropriate time when like you do explore that so say someone's just getting into a relationship now mid to late 20s like should you know that like should you be focusing on that when you're first trying to meet somebody do you I understand mean, what my question say, like, it's like two parts i would say you should kind of pick up on your partner's love language if you're really spending time with them and you're really like invested in them like you'll know what kind of puts a smile on their face versus what kind of is just like oh that's you know it's nice like if you give your partner a whole bunch of gifts you shower them with gifts and they're like kind of like uh, you know not super excited mm-hmm. but you know the day you say they did a great job um just around the house or they're looking yeah. or they look great and they like you know shine like you should be like, oh wow so they're not really big into the gifts they're kind mm-hmm. of big into like the words of affirmation or you know just stuff like that like, i feel like you should pick up on it but i feel like on the flip side if you're with someone and they're just not meeting your love language maybe you should sit down and say hey look like I appreciate you giving me the gifts, but what really matters to me, you know, is the physical touch, the small things, the quality time, or whatever the case may be. 
So I think you should definitely pick up on that, but you should also, like, if you're yeah. not receiving what you need, you should definitely voice that. Yeah, I mean, and we're also kind of saying, like, you don't need to live or die by this. Like, do I always need words of affirmation? No. Do you always want the quality time every single time? Maybe, yes, but, like, maybe we want to be in a group now and not just, like, one-on-one quality time. So, yeah. like, it's, like, don't hold on to it and only focus on that because yeah you might not be receiving gifts or the physical touch or any of the five but then you're like focusing on that and you're forgetting about all the other things so like it is good yeah. you got, it's good to have a good balance between all of them if you focus on one you're not going to be able to see what your partner is doing in those other areas of life yeah so that kind of gets me thinking like so it seems like the love languages are typically like how you receive love mm-hmm. but like what would be like your love language how you give love you know what i mean like what is your giving love language because these seem just like receiving like i want quality time i want words of affirmation i want gifts i want physical touch and i want acts of service but like what's on the opposite like how do you give love does that make sense yeah i guess maybe interpreting what your partner's love language is and trying to give that is that like is that kind of answering i i, mean, I understand yeah. what you're saying but i can't really put the thought together that quick no yeah like i mean without your partner's love language like and you're just like how do you naturally show that you're appreciative of someone or something like or like that like you're giving love language like for instance for me um like i feel like my uh natural love language is gift giving because i love giving mm-hmm. gifts like if i can give gifts or surprises like that's typically what i do yeah so I think, like, that's my giving Natural. love language, per uh-huh. se. But, like, for one of my friends from Florida, her giving, like, love language is quality time. Like, she won't – she's not a big – she doesn't give words of affirmation all the time, but she's always, like – she'll go above and beyond to spend that quality time with someone. But I think her love language, like, how she wants, you know, love is physical touch. Do you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying there? Mm-hmm. So, like, I wonder if that's – like, that could be another, like – you know quiz like yeah like add like a part two and like so to figure out that other side of it yeah no i completely that's a that's a good thought so do you think love languages matter in relationships uh i mean i think yes because if someone's not meeting like if, i mean that's kind of like a compatibility question like if someone's like always touchy-feely and you're just not a touchy-feely person like you're gonna get annoyed by that like Mm -hmm. you're not gonna want to engage you're gonna like push them away and it's just not you're not gonna have that connection so i think they matter but i don't think like the actual like you know you have to take the quiz you have to go by what that quiz says yeah Um, i think it's kind of subjective and kind of like you know how everybody interprets it Mm -hmm. but i definitely think they matter to an extent because you want to give your partner what they want and you want what you want in a sense yeah and like i said you can't you shouldn't like live or die by like what this little quiz says or maybe take it a couple different times so, like i know we took it together I, I remember doing it in class for an assignment and i forget what that was but we took it together so then you might change your answers on like what your partner's looking at so maybe like take it separately and then take it together to see like how you think you're like being influenced by yeah. <laughs> like your person i mean not that that's a bad thing or a good thing but yeah you know you might when you're by yourself you might like be like oh yeah i really don't like 
physical touch. Yeah, first. you don't you're not... like say that or show that right in front of your partner or whatever. Um, but do you think some of these love languages and kind of matchmaker type things are harped on a little too much? Like you think people put a little too much weight in them and. I guess this like this might be like kind of like a spin off, but same with like the zodiac sign. Like you see people like, Oh, you're a Virgo or you're a Leo, or you're an Aquarius, we can't be together, we're not gonna be a good match. I feel like that's kinda that goes hand in hand with like mm-hmm. oh, your love language is quality time, we're not gonna be a good match. Like do you think uh, yeah. you know, it's a little awaited a little bit too much? I think so. I feel like people put too much emphasis on it and really associate themselves with like a sign or at this point a love language, like I know some diehard people that are, like, Geminis. Like, I'm like, why do you, like, like hold on to those values so yeah. hard? Like, I don't even think they're I values think, at that point. It's just, like, a... It's just, like, influencing the way you live yeah. when you're you trying don't. To, you're trying to fit... You're trying to fit that standard. What that, like, standard and what those, like, articles are saying Geminis and Leos should be. Like, I yeah. know people who know their rising, their moon, their, their sun, all the, like, the whole nine yards. <laughs> and they'll literally, like... Like question you to a like to a T, asking yeah. your birth date, your birth time, your birthplace, just to say, oh, you're a this, that, and the third. Um, I'm not sure. We don't typically get along because you're. And then try to like put mm-hmm. you in a box. So I feel yeah. Like, I mean, yes, this is getting a w- little bit away from like love languages, but I feel like people do that same thing. Like, mm-hmm. well, just recently, I feel like uh, within like the last year or two, like love languages exploded. Like everyone was buying the book. Everyone was reading it. Everyone was saying what their love languages were. So like, it was yeah, definitely like caught into a trend. Bio and on Instagram and Twitter, it's like <laughs> yeah. I just don't think you need to. Personally, I don't think you ever should like strongly relate to something that so abstract because then like it starts to influence you maybe in a negative way that you don't think it's influencing you. Like, I know I'm an Aquarius, but I don't even really know what that all means. Like, yeah, I just know I just that's... know what my sign is, but like. I feel like, and also when you start doing that, you're going to like block out those people that like maybe that person's the one for you to marry, and like oh they're at this, they're at that, yeah. and you're already like cutting them at the knees. So like that's not even fair. You're not giving them a fair shot just because previous stereotypes based upon a general consensus of what people make it. So it's just like yeah, I agree. Yeah. So what do you think is the most like? What do you think is the best? love language i guess and like the worst like one that you would be like Ugh, whoever has this one isn't it you know blah blah <laughs> like being that person that's gonna put the people in a box like if you had to like say that about one love language which one would you think it would be i just think i feel like receiving gifts man like i feel like that one is just a difficult one and i'll kind of go through this chart that is for the article which we'll probably lead into in just a minute but I think receiving gifts. I'll hold my comments and go through the article. Yeah. Then. I I mean I was gonna say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think receiving gifts because you'll never receive all the gifts and you'll never like you know your partner will never be able to give you all the gifts. Yeah. So I don't necessarily know if that's how the author intended that to be seen. Like when I see like receiving gifts, I see that as like a kind of like a shallow thing. Like not like that, but you know like I mean? like I feel like it's always around something. So like god forbid you forgot their hamster's birthday or death or whatever and like you're always celebrating that it could just be anything and say you forgot it's always like wrapped up with something else like if you forget it's my birthday which i don't think you would 
it's like just the association between two things. So like, if something's going on, then a gift should be coming, and when it doesn't, yeah, it's kind just of like a letdown, a huge letdown. So like, you can't yeah. really. So I mean, I think gift giving is like, I don't know. I mean, to each his own. Like everyone has their love language, and like, but I think the gift giving slash like receiving one, I'm like. I would have a, I mean, granted, like my, I think my giving one is gift giving, but I feel like once somebody expects it, it's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that would leave like a sour taste in my mouth. Like if. When you expect something, it's not special. Yeah. It's not special anymore. Like, oh, you should be giving me gifts. And I guess you could say that about all love languages, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that one just is a little, you know, a little rough around the edges to me. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess it's a good time to kind of go into the article because that might take a couple of minutes. And I found this article, and it had a very, like, concise and easy chart. It's called How to Speak to Your Spouse's Love Language and What to Avoid. Um, This is by Ryan Frederick. So there's this nice little chart, and it has the five love languages. So we have what words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. Now, we were kind of just talking about, like, which one we probably think is the worst or not the best quality, I guess you could say, is receiving gifts. And it kind of breaks it down on, like, how to communicate, what actions to take if you really have no idea, and then, like, things to avoid. Um, So I guess we can start off with receiving gifts. And it's, like, how to communicate that is, like, your thoughtfulness, make your spouse a priority, and speak purposefully. And then the actions to take is give thoughtful gifts and gestures Small things matter in a big way and express the gratitude when receiving a gift. And, like, I just just thinking, it's, like, giving thoughtful gifts and gestures, like, don't you do that typically? Like, if I'm doing something for you, like, that is supposed to be thoughtful and that is a nice gesture. that shouldn't have to be stated. But one thing I definitely noticed, like, reading through this chart is that it seems like the love language is both what you receive and what you give. So it's like, uh-huh. so like when I'm looking at things to avoid, it says for getting special occasions, un- unenthusiastic gift receiving. So I, I, feel, I don't know, maybe I'm reading it a, a differently, but it feels mm-hmm. like the love language is like what you give and re- like how you give love and receive love. I feel like they could take be taken both of those ways. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so the next one, I mean, I guess you could do the words of affirmation since that's yours. So Okay. <laughs> so, like, how to communicate words of affirmation to your partner or if it's for yourself to, like, know it is, like, be encouraging, affirm, appreciate, empathize, and listen actively. And then kind of how to do that is, like, send an unexpected note, a text, a card. God, we send cards still. I guess I'll send it by a carrier pigeon. And then encourage genuinely and often. So I guess it's just being, like, kind of more real. Like, I don't want it to be fake, but I still, like, want it to, like, be meaningful. Like, I don't want you to just be throwing out words and, oh, good job. And, like, you're just like, F this. Like, I really don't care about what she just said. Like, cool. Like, you don't deserve it. So, like, I feel like you can't be doing that with, like, a fakeness. Yeah, so you have to actually be genuine. Like I said, mm-hmm. be genuine. And, like, things to avoid, uh, non-constructive criticism and not recognizing or appreciating effort, which I just wanted to highlight. Yeah, sure. See? So, like, See, read, look, I'll he already just... Dis- and go through, like, how to communicate quality time. I feel like this is probably, you know, simple, but un- mm-hmm. uninterrupted and focused conversations, one-on-one time is critical. So I definitely think focused conversations is big for me personally i typically like having like deep 
in-depth thoughtful meaningful conversations versus like you know just small talk um some actions and that's a big thing for you yeah it's definitely a big thing for me some actions to take would be create special moments together Mm -hmm. take walks do small things with your spouse weekend getaways are huge um yeah i definitely think that is me i definitely like Mm -hmm. you know the small things and yeah and things to avoid (laughs) distractions when spending time together long stints without can you read that with any more of a monotone voice i mean mean, (laughs) you sound like you're getting drugged through the water but yeah it seems i mean it seems pretty like obvious but i think nowadays um distractions when spending time together is huge because no matter like whenever you're with someone they're always have their phone within arm's reach Mm -hmm. you know they have their trying to make a tiktok yeah they're trying to make a tiktok or like it's kind of like I feel like even if you are one on one with someone, that it's kind of hard to like. I think you should be yeah. trying to be more meaningful with giving undivided attention and mm-hmm. the distractions because now you have people with Apple watches, um, which that'll buzz and they'll look at their watch not to check the time or to see another conversation that they're having on their yeah. phone. Um, some people even like I've talked to people that have had their AirPods in, which that grinds my gears. <laughs> I'm I mean, right there with you, man. Like, like, I'll just stop talking if you have your AirPods in. So I, I mean, even see that like students will have them in talking to their professors, or I'm like, take your earphones out. Like, come on. Yeah, I feel like it's just disrespectful. I, feel like I mean, I feel like we've definitely lost a sense of like just having a conversation because we're always all wrapped up into our phones and doing whatever. So like, no one wants to have a conversation anymore, which is not the good thing. Yeah, I think that's kind of like society's pitfall with social media and smartphones is. Yeah, and we did go over social media before, but I think when you're having a conversation with someone, and especially someone who's you know I meaningful guess love to you, quality mm-hmm. time, you know, putting the phone away, like you know, being giving someone your undivided attention, I definitely think is big, and that's definitely hard to get nowadays with so many buzzes and rings coming your way. Yeah, so going on, um, the other two is we got physical touch and access service. So for physical touch. Um, how to communicate that is like nonverbal use but use of body language and touch to emphasize love and like obviously actions to take hug kiss hold hands show physical affection regularly Not make into me PDA though I've seen people with this and it's a little uncomfortable <laughs> yeah I agree touchy feely in public like <laughs> use moderation with this one and then for access service uh this is kind of an interesting one. Use action phrases like I'll help. They want you to know that you're with them and you're partnered with them. So I like do chores together. Yeah. Like, okay. Like make them breakfast. Um, it's kind of an interesting one, I think in my book, but I don't know how much I would relate to that. Cause I guess since we don't live together, yeah, it's kind (laughs) of hard to do access service when you don't really live together. So, that is the five love languages and like how to communicate them and how to express them and things to avoid but like i think the key point we're trying to hit home is like just because it says something doesn't mean that's your only one and don't become blind to like what your partner's doing in those other areas because then you're just going to be lost and you're not going to really be having a successful relationship and other problems are going to come from that yeah, I definitely agree. That's a, definitely a great way to sum it up. Just make sure you're, you know, paying attention to your partner. And if, you know, they don't get your love language, make sure you're communicating effectively and concisely and clearly what your love languages are and what you're looking for. And make sure. That, Amen. You know, Whew. 
make sure that you know your love languages are being met don't you know always pour out to someone else and not receive much and receive anything back but Mm -hmm. just to go over them one last time yeah so five love languages are (laughs) words of affirmation physical touch receiving gifts quality time and acts of service yeah and if you forget keep watering your relationship plant and if you don't know what i'm talking about take a listen to our other episodes yep so that's all we have for you guys thanks for tuning in and we hope to see you next time peace Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to today's conversation. We're locking this episode for today, but we'll be unlocking a new topic next time. Make sure to like, subscribe, and tune in for more relationship advice. Peace.